0: A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Medidis and Rita Cosby, Katz and Cosby on seventy seven WABC.
1: Joining us now here on. The Cats and Cosby show is the great governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. And, uh, governor, we're so happy to have you here on Cats and Cosby. And, uh, by the way, it was so lovely seeing you for lunch. Uh, a number of us had the pleasure of seeing you when you're here in New York. You got to come in studio next time you're back here. It's wonderful to have you with us, governor.
0: Rita, thank you for having me. John, thank you for having me. It was great to be with you a a few weeks back and. You know, we've been busy today in Virginia. We did a groundbreaking for the only U.S. manufacturing facility that Lego is going to build in the United States. It's a billion-dollar investment, 1,700 jobs, and it's going right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And it's an exciting time to be building business here.
1: And, by the way, my mother's Danish, so when I saw Lego, you know, it's I was like, this is great. Um, Governor, why are so many people coming down to Virginia and, uh, obviously we want to keep people here in New York too, but what, what is making it so appealing? You're doing an amazing job drawing people there, um, economically, uh, politically. What's the reason?
0: Well, Rita, thank you for, for seeing what's happening because we've been working hard since I got in here 15 months ago, uh, of getting Virginia moving. So we've been reducing taxes. We had a $4 billion tax reduction package last year and I'm going back for another billion now. Uh, we've been we've been investing in education so that our kids can get the the best opportunity to be successful in the world. We've been investing in crime reduction so we can make our neighborhoods safe, and we've got an, a, 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 a a complete transformation plan in behavioral health that we're pressing forward with so that Virginians can get the kind of help that they need. It's a combination of making sure that Virginians can keep more more of their hard-earned money in their pockets. It's drawing businesses here because of the great workforce that we have that create the next round of opportunities. And I just think it's a, it's a, all of a sudden a moment where people around the country are recognizing that Virginia is an awesome place to live and work and raise a family. And I'm really excited about the momentum that we have.
1: Well, you certainly have momentum. The state certainly has momentum. Everybody we are talking to, the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. Ed Cox, I understand you got a question. Uh, governor, you, the Republicans only have one house of the legislature. The other party has the other house. How did you accomplish all that in that situation?
0: Well, I, I, am, I am pleased to say, Ed, thank you for the question, that uh, there's still room for common sense on a lot of things. And uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a handful of uh, Democrats in our Senate who come with us and help us get stuff done. You know, unfortunately, there's not enough. And uh, we've had some, you know, a few frustrations just yesterday in, in what we call our veto session, where I get to send in amendments on bills. Uh, I was stunned that the that the progressive uh, Democrats who control our Senate would not vote to block big tech from siphoning and marketing off the data from our kids. And they voted for big tech over our kids. I couldn't believe it because we had a bill that would protect the information of our children and require parental consent before they could set up certain accounts. And they blocked it. They also also blocked the the mandatory notification of victims when we're working through a parole process. And for those folks that follow Virginia, um, we had a real problem under the previous administration, Democrat-led, that uh, basically allowed the parole board to get out of control and just let people let people on parole without following any kind of process. And so we have fixed that. But I want to make sure that victims understand and hear when there's a parole process that might uh, let the person who committed the crime against them back out. And they voted no against that. Um, We did have some great wins uh, this year in our legislative session protecting Virginia farmland from being purchased by uh, bad actors by companies that uh, are connected with the Chinese Communist government. Um, we had great workforce reform. We, we passed through a big chunk of our all-American, all the above energy plan. And so we had some really good wins. But there's some areas where Virginians are still being held back by politics that is being placed over people by our Democrat Senate.
2: Governor Youngkin, John uh I understand uh, you are advocating uh, to all the businesses in the north Come on down, and with us in the studio today is uh, Heather Mulligan, who's in who's the Business Council in New York State and represents thirty two hundred businesses. And I, she looks worried.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> very worried. I've got competition between Florida and Virginia trying to take our businesses. Um, mm. And I have to tell you, Governor, um, well, for- they're treating them better than they're being treated in New York. They, uh, they. Certainly can make that case. And, and I'm, I'm uh, good friends with the head of the Virginia Chamber, Barry Duvall, and the head of the Florida Chamber, Mark Wilson, both of whom uh, compare notes with me on how they're going to try and steal business from New York because our legislators, not all of them, but many of them are hostile to business.
0: Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your legislatures because <laughs> you know, you know No, you're not. Businesses make decisions every day. Where am I gonna be? And you know, they, ha- they have a responsibility to, to build a reliable future that is in a geography where their employees can have a great life, where they're gonna to continue to have a great workforce, where they are optimizing um, their economic models. And you know, I think this is one of these very straightforward moments where competition is real. Listen, Florida is trying to get businesses, North Carolina is trying to get businesses, Tennessee, Texas. Uh, Arizona. And I know exactly where we need to be in order to compete. And uh, I think we've really tipped into the winning side of these things, where I've been very proud to be able to say that not only um, do I want manufacturing to come home to the United States, I want it to come home to Virginia. And uh, we're winning. But you know, the reality is it's got to be a team effort. And when it's, come to, when it's come to economic development efforts, I've been able to bring our divided legislature with us And we signed a bill today in order to provide um, a a great incentive package for the Lego group, which is consistent with what they promised us they're going to do, invest a billion dollars, Hire seventeen hundred and sixty-one people into the Commonwealth of Virginia. Wow! And uh, and that is something that uh, we, as a governor and a legislator, are willing to work together to make happen.
1: And everybody, we are talking to Governor of Virginia Glenn Youngkin here on Cats and Cosby. I, and I know that the governor,
2: one of the big things, our education system is now I think number fifty-six in the world. And I I know the governor is very much concerned about the education system. And I think that's one of the points he got elected on. You want to talk about that, Governor?
0: Yeah, well, John, at the end of the day, I watched our our uh, you know leadership in previous administrations continue to dilute away and lower standards in our schools. And sadly, Virginia's kids met those standards. And we saw it uh, really highlighted with the data that came out at, after the pandemic where our kids had dropped uh, the largest in the nation on the national scorecard test, the NAEP tests, in fourth grade, in reading and in math. And we've now seen uh, slides in SAT scores that were taken from last spring's SATs, so for the previous year. And we've got to stop this. And so we have, we have uh, charged our, our Department of Education to put Virginia back at the top of expectations, to have the highest standards That will define proficiency. We had the largest budget last year to invest in education in Virginia's history. Meanwhile, we cut taxes by $4 billion. And we're working hard to provide multiple pathways in schools. We have tax driven scholarships for folks that want to opt out of the public school system, but within the public school system, we've launched a whole innovation school system through our lab school initiative that's providing alternative pathways for parents and students to pick specific uh, education opportunities in healthcare and in manufacturing and in STEM uh, to, move, to move directly into those fields right after, right after high school. Really important opportunity for us to distinguish not just Virginia, but I think America. And I think finally, of course, is we think parents should be not just at the table but have to be at the head of the table. And so um, we've worked to empower parents in Virginia so that they can make these most important decisions for their children as opposed to elected politicians and bureaucrats.
1: Yeah, and, boy, you made a lot of headlines with that, uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin. Um, we're thrilled to have you here again on Cats and Cosby. You also have a huge trip coming up Um going over to Asia. You're doing Taiwan, Japan, South Korea Uh, Taiwan and Japan, by the way, most people may not realize, I know you know this, are two of Virginia's top export destinations. Talk about the importance because, boy, Taiwan, of course, has been in the headlines a lot of late.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited about this trip uh, because, uh, first of all, we do do export a lot. And we just announced record agricultural exports to foreign markets. Um, We increased them 25 percent in one year. Uh, over $5 billion. And so I get to go see some of our customers, which is exciting. Um, But this is is an incredible opportunity for us to further and deepen the relationships with critical supply chain partners in trusted supply chains. And there are so many sectors, pharmaceuticals, semiconductors, auto manufacturing, um, the future in electric vehicles, batteries, and, and solar panels and wind turbines that come from these important uh, uh, Asian partners in Taipei, in Tokyo, in Seoul. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go uh, present to them why Virginia is the best place for, they, for, for them to come, just like we did with Lego. And I'm excited about the opportunity. There is a giant repatriation of these critical supply chains, supply chains that are at the heart of our national security in a go forward basis. And these trusted partners are the kinds of partners that I want in Virginia. And this is going to be a great trip, and I'm really looking forward to it.
2: Governor, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. Good to talk to you again. I want to switch gears a little bit. I know you were trying to get legislation through that let victims of crime the ability to know what was going on at the parole board hearings and the ability to speak. And why was that turned down? I just don't understand that.
0: I, I can't understand it either. Uh, You know, when I came in, one of the one of the big uh, uh, clear uh, crises that had been created by the previous administration um, was just a runaway parole board that had violated all of the standards and rules. And, in fact, our own attorney general did a full investigation and found that they had violated uh, their own policies and law. We fired the entire parole board on day one and uh, brought in a whole new group of folks and have really reestablished. Um, a dependable process. I'm all for second chances. I just want to make sure that we are following the law. Um, one of the things that I do believe is that victims should be notified um, when 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 the person that uh, committed the crime against them is up for parole, and they should be brought in as part of that process. For whatever reason, the progressive Democrats that control control our Senate disagree. I don't understand it, and in fact, is. It's counter to everything that we, we believe uh, in, in, a, in a system that is really set up to protect our victims. And I'm going to go back and get this again next year, and we're going to continue to protect victims while we do believe the second chances are something that everyone should, should have an opportunity to get.
2: Governor, uh, you, uh, you are f- fixing education. You're fixing uh, so many other problems. Give us – we have about two minutes left. Give us one more problem you're fixing
0: so one of one of our biggest challenges is behavioral health, and we have a a crisis in Virginia and across the nation where uh, we' we're, we're seeing we're seeing our young people um, really really stricken by depression we're seeing it translate into self harm and harming others and uh, it is it's it's truly truly heartbreaking and this is a place that we can design a better system, and uh, that we're, we're putting forth a transformational process in Virginia to take a big step this year to deliver the right help right when someone needs it, and that is the day they have a challenge. This is going to be a capacity build so that we have support in schools. We have support that's mobile, that can go to where people are. We can, we can take care of people as they're transitioning back into their, their lives but are re- not quite ready to go home. Um, This is a critical moment for us. And Virginia is going to lead on this. We are going to have the best behavioral health system in America so that we can provide the support that Virginians need and also address the fact that the violence that's resulting from this behavioral health crisis is debilitating. I'm excited about this. I'm passionate about it. The First Lady, my wife, is really leading this with me. And Virginia is going to lead the nation when it comes to supporting behavioral health for our Virginians.
2: Uh, g- Governor, uh, you're a one-term governor. That's the way Virginia is. Many, many rumors going around. You're a businessman. You're, uh, you, you know how to fix businesses. There's rumors going around that you are considering running for president of the United States.
0: Well, John, I am <laughs> focused on Virginia, and uh, I, I am so humbled when when uh, when someone raises this topic. You know. Forty years ago, I was washing dishes and taking out trash uh, down in Virginia Beach because I needed to. And I had my dream job in business and, and uh, felt a real calling to step into public service. And I do think that the attention that Virginia has gotten um, is uh, really representative of the fact that, yes, we took a blue state and, and uh, won. But on top of that, the common sense solutions we're bringing to these kitchen table issues work. They work. And I'm just proud of that. My, my my eyes are on Virginia this year. I'm I've got a I've got big elections in our Senate, in our House. Our midterms are this year, and and I'm looking forward to Virginians really voting with confidence that the future that we have uh, architected is one that will make their lives better. It's the best place to live, work, and raise a family. And I'm excited to continue to work at it this year.
1: So that's not a no. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll
2: ask you again in a few months. Uh, we had. Uh, uh, uh rona mcdonald she's starting the debates in august August in milwaukee and we'll we'll check your travel schedule
1: yeah and governor wonderful to have you here we are so honored to have you with us here in cats and cosby and just terrific what you're doing in virginia
0: well i so appreciate being with you and uh reed and john particularly thank you for being part of our lunch that we had recently and i'll just leave you with this i'm not writing a book (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, you're welcome uh, so on any Governor, time. By the way, in the studio with us, listening, is Governor Patterson from New York, uh, and uh, Ed Cox, New York State Chairman, and we have uh, Judge Richard Weinberg and uh, Heather uh, Mulligan, Mulligan <laughs> uh, the head of the Business Council, and we all thank you for coming on, and God bless you, and God bless America.
0: Yeah, thank you. God bless you too. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Governor.